Hello, we're back. This is Augusta Ali podcast. This week's AEW week reviews. Let's let's start with with AEW Dark Elevation recap. Let's talk about episode ten of AEW Dark Elevation featured Hikaru Shida making an appearance again in the face of brought the Brit Baker and DMD. QT Marshall and Anthony go upon to Cody Rose as well as Fire's views rumbling upward upward. One of the marquee matches of the Double or Nothing preview on May 30th is Sheeta de- for defending the title against Britt Breaker. A rightful criticism of this feud is the champion is nowhere to be seen in several weeks. Build the heat. Well, that changed out heavily. Holy Sheeta had been a shitty sighting. The chat fired up the feud from 0 to 11 in a matter of seconds. Chris Stanlitter had an interview with Matt Alex Marvel mentioned by Baker as number one contender died to demand the spotlight. Hikaru Shida heard her name enter with a candlestick in hand. She knocked Reba's crutch down to the floor and she told them to bring it. Baker pride they were went on dynamite. And when swing the candlestick, I'm pumped to see Shida kick Baker's ass at double or nothing. Later, AEW announced Shida versus Reba Reb Reba on Dynamite Singles Action. Elevation all aired a photo session footage of Baker rabble-housing Sheeta's images would be published after Double or Nothing. Baker requested pictures of her with a title. She barged over to Sheeta to take the strap without asking. This That led to a skirmish. And and another long and fire desire to see Sheeta kick Baker's ass. One thing I cannot stand about that clip is Tony Khan's incompetence as a leader. It was obvious that Baker brashness would not be tolerated by Sheeta and a yeah, it could not anticipate the outcome. Who had better acting close in the background seeing that? I understand why eight of referees are so inept and has zero authority. The example comes from the top. One thing I like to like is Cody placing the belt back on Shia's shoulder. That respects from one champion to another. The other sad moment was a promo from QT Marshall Factory. QT addresses love to Cody. He blamed on Jacksonville being Cody's home turf to support rednecks and hillbillies. When the yellow go respond to Cody's patriotic speech, the Brit hate America because it values more money more than life. People are left to rot because they can't afford health care. So much of a hot bushing issues. Uogo closed by saying he will smash Cody's face and punch the paradox out of his piss boy's head. Whoa. Uogo's Spitfire had me 100% believe in his dangerous skills. However, the content was questionable in terms of building up fans for root for Cody Ogogo. He's supposed to be a bad guy. He is making bay voice points. Even with Cody's patriotic speech, I imagine Jin, I would have been interested in starting political pot. I'm just going down to the basics. Alright, here are the rest of the results. Adrian Angelis versus Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy wins. Dustin Rose defeated Aaron Solo. Moxley Kingston defeated Limelight and Roy Isaacs. Lance Archer defeated Bear Bonson. Paul White interviewed Ryan Neff. Leah Hirsch defeated Natalia Markovich. Scorpio Scott eat the pages defeated Jalen Braden and Trayvon Jordan. Kylan King, King lost to the Bunny. The Acclaimed destroyed Kevin Bennett and Kevin Blackwood. Baron Black versus QT Marshall. Marshall won. Garcia lost to Joey Janela. Private Party defeated Reynolds at 5. Roman Rezel and Derek Prusher lost to Ryan Meth and J.D. Drake. Ty Conti defeated Kyan Dream. Robo Lost to Pentagon. Thunder Rosa defeated Robin Renegade. Mike Sidell lost to Brian Cage. Moxie and Kingston are my favorite performance. Their brief work. Rose versus Solo. And Pirate Pirate versus Reynolds. Five were quality matches. Kind of feuds. Archer and Bronx were big men beefing it up. 
Sayel Cage was a main event that loved the expectations. Nefeder was all that interested me, but the point is character development. Okay then, and after that, let's get some notes, more notes, few notes and dots on Dynamite. Natalia Markovov, she is the current Shine Wrestling World Champion. Dive for experience, taking part of the WWE tryout. She created her first match. The interesting matchup between two Moscow Russian born wrestlers are probably not the last time we see Italian WWE. Kevin Kevin Bennett and Kevin Blackwood from Buffalo, like they had, they did like a play or something. They had a press show. And Roman Rosell and Derek Pistrow are Army veterans. Roman is a former Green Barrett. Only the years of promo wrestling, he had a D- he had a WWE PC tryout. There was a combat engineer started a career, but was off arrest due to serving the army. Kyan Dream made a most of the opportunity. She trained at Did Brothers Dojo Pro Wrestling 2.0 Trade Center. Devon Allen Can she competes in Florida. Miss Louise did wrestling. She took on Rachel Ross, who made her AEW debut a few weeks ago. The Pujabi oh, well, line had a good match against Penta, despite slight medication in a few spots. He sold well. De- Robo definitely knows where the cameras are and he had a good luck. For his AEW debut, he's been regular and beyond wrestling a couple of months. Robin Renegade usually tagging Tantra on her sister She was trained by QT Marshall at Fall 1, Power Factory, and Nightmare Fan. Had a minor slip and a correspondent during the match. Robin had some fans at her first match against Thunder Rosa. So. Okay, thank you. Um, coming up, we'll be doing, we'll be doing dark right about now. All right, let's review dark. Episode eighty nine of AEW Dark features Lance Archer in his murder room. The acclaimed rivalry about John Moxley and Kingston. Chris Sandler faces Diamond stealing the show. Before we get the matches, there are three verbal segments in particular that start on dark. Lance Archer proclaims his desire to murder Miro. He cut a promo in the dark room with a swinging light ball and frantic violent music plate. <sighs> mm-hmm. Archer's going to big game hunt to take down Miro and win the TNT Championship. Archer's destiny will be fulfilled. He demanded Ada give him a shot at double or nothing. I think he needs to earn it. Anyway, the blood in the pan of the battle will be so much fun. Everyone dies, and that includes Miro. The acclaimed rap out of their opponents. Moxley and Eddie Kingston. The top of the lyrics were mocking Kingston were fake tough guys all talk. Eddie and Bowens wore stuffing his side basketball jersey to mock Kingston's belly. Mass Cast is going to send Kingston back to Chikara. Red Velvet is featured in a hype package for a match against Serena D for the NWA Women's World Championship. Dynamite, the NWA title contested is. Velvet's chance to change the game. Everyone that held the strap that had been high caliber winning the belt will show the world who his Velvet is. Now let's get to the dark lineups, the results. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start. We got Excalibur, Taz to call the show. Roberts was the announcer. Vicky Star Popeye commentator. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Will Hobbs. Defeated Dean Alexander. Hook was ringside. Alexander turns back to go to the crowd during injections. Unwise move to turn your back on Dean Taz. Hobbs attack. Alexander fires some punches, but Hobbs flattens the spine bust to win. Dante Martin defeated Falco during the Pemical fight. Martin punched 
also down to the mat, a 450 Spider victory. Matt Hart reveals the part part Evil Uno 10 called Badass participants in the Casino Battle Royal Double. Not that he will use that match in Burst Dark or even more when he wins. Ten defeated Ryzen. Ryzen missed a flying ten, so send pound, ten pounds for full Nelson submission. Chuck Taylor defeated Aaron Rook. Mm-hmm. Trent Cassidy standing with ringside. Taylor Crows with a range strike, then an awful waffle power driver. Lee Johnson defeated Figo that Soul. Cody came down with Johnson, but did not ring, stay ringside. Kawajai put over Johnson as the crown jewel student in the Nightmare family. Fugo then went for a world UT, but Johnson countered for a blue thunder bomb for the win. Dark Order defeated Tamlin Vingshin and Dun- Duncan Mitchell. The battle was comedy vibe. Uno kicked out the finish with a netbreaker D combo with both opponents. Cabana hit the flying apple to Mitchell, followed by Big Boot flying Santa for Uno. Colt earned the win by verse Frosting Crab. <sighs> Cesar Bonet defeated Marco Stun. Pierre Avalon, Ryan Neff, Ziggler's brother, Jay Drake were ringside. Stun came out so fifth over Avalon's sinister sled. Stun was overpowered ease, but he was sipped in over the con for a few big moves in the end. Bonnet caught Stun for a swing and Simone dropped the win. Out of the match, Hunks put the boobs of Stun. Jurassic Express ran off the save. Jungle Boy discusses live move on from, from def- defeat to Darby Allen, move up into the Casino Battle Royale. Nick Camarado defeated Adrian Analis. Marshall Solo Ogogo were ringside. Analis rally was squashed by Hefty Clothesline and Painful Powerbomb. Sepetical defeated Sunny Kiss. Luther and Sunny Kiss were ringside. So Luther could pump kick Kiss. Skeptical Curve Fancy Roll Up to win and upset. Big Swole, Red Velvet defeated Red Vixen, Jamie's on Roller. This was a women's tag match. Silent King was ringside. Velvet and Swole did the work to control the pace. Swole won with a dirty dance elbow strike. Garris, Griff Garrison defeated Dion Rushman. Garrison completed his comeback with clotheslines, a backdrop, a right splash, a quarter, following an arrow, then a rolling elbow to win. Max Seidel defeated Mario Cassius. Max Seidel was, was ringside. Saida overcame Cassie's power advantage with kicks to the head, forearm blows to the back. That sovereign Cassie's off with a lightning sprawl slam for the win. Chris Stanley defeated via Met. The rest of his orange Cassie were ringside. So, for Diamet, she nailed a Kosora stunner, then executed a hurricane pin in climax. Stanley Diamet exploded from Fish's Cup in the center of the ring. Diamet attempted to slice bread, but Sandler countered into the Big Thing Theory Pilger for the win. Nyla Rose defeated Rayka Teninka. Vigor Be- ringside. Rose finished with a cannonball into the corner to a beast bomb. Mm-hmm. Angelica defeated Varai Morales. Angelica hit a draw kick to five Morales to hit the Navarro death row for a submission win. For the main event, we had Brian Pillman Jr. defeated Luther. Julian Hart was ringside. Grayson Sutherland was backstage after competing earlier. Mm-hmm. Like Pillman kicked the masked man away from the launch for the spring line flying clothesline for the victory. After the match, Chaos Project pummeled Pillman Hart. Ran, Pillman Hart ran to the bathroom between Garrison Jungle Boy. I mean, Garrison ran off the save. The promo game was strong on this episode of Dark. I love the change of scenery for Lance Archer. The visual light bulb combined with music really drive home the idea of Archer being a Murhawk monster. 
Red Bull has packaged one point and helped Red Bull the tissues from the match. Applause to Chris Dyler and Diamant. It was a fun fight. It was physical, intense, creative. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the chess of the match strategy. Sadler closing out with a big bang during was a counter was impressive and expected. There were two actions that caught my eye. But I I I'm but I'm good. But Falco was interesting in and assessment time. If he became a big star at AEW, I hope Tony Khan posts a cash make Falco theme song by Rocking Me and Nias by Falco. By the way, what's the deal with Story Fear goes so beautiful and brawling with Seattle a few weeks ago when Archer wrestled Luther Arjan? Is commentary set up Story Call be Fugo's first win? The story about Fugo's has the outlook to break his losing streak. Last note Ren Narada versus Roy Isaacs and Diamond Lightlight versus J- Cal Jack were advertised but not aired. So, say your thoughts on that. Who started for most of Ace episode 89? Which was your favorite match? Alright, that was AW Dark. Marion, now I will review Dynamite right about now. Oh, now we're going to review AW Dynamite. Let's go with it. Alright, we have Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel starting the match. Christian Cage won. Like, Eddie Kingston, Moxley versus Acclaim. Kingston, Moxley won. Mm-hmm. Ricard Shooter defeated Rebel. Reba, he called. The NWA Women's Champion, Serena D retained her title against Red Velvet. Anthony Ogogo versus Austin Gunn. Ogogo won the match by a knockout. And also, Austin Gunn is now currently now injured for eight weeks. We have the main event, the AEW Tag Team Championship, the Young Bucks versus Brian Pillman Jr. and his partner, Rick Griff Granderson, the varsity book. Varsity, yeah, varsity, yeah, the varsity boys or something. So let's let's like let's start with dynamite. Come on, let's get it up. Sorry, I'm a little confused. And welcome to this is a again, this is a Thursday morning. So let's get to that. I'm a little groggy this morning. I just had breakfast. Let's let's get it on. Tell you on dynamite. Let's talk about dynamite. After Christian won, as I said, Ricky Stars walks in looking as hot, as hot as ever. Ricky says he's on his own man, regardless of what he heard. He's front and center. He will not be sidelines like the jabronis on the sidelines. Teen Tazers rush the ring. Hammond stumbles in, hands Ricky's beer, then start pounding on Will and Brian. He started a buckshot Ryan Cage, but got counter, taken down by Hook. Brian Cage out the powerbomb page, then Taz laughs. Taz assures the Teen Tazers will win the Battle Royal. We heard from the Varsity Blondes. Pillman says the funny box mentioned his dad because most would assume he was there because of his dad. He said the opposite is true. His dad was in. He stayed away from wrestling for so long. He said he grew up knowing the dark side of the ring. Garrison said he used to work for the Bucks selling their merch, but now they're giant assholes. He said they're going to come and we'll get to them. Pillman said they've seen this movie before. the same old with the Bucks. Pillman said they won't stop until they achieve their destiny and become tag team champions. Mox Eddie said they are making a dent in tag team division. Mox said they clean or ain't good. Said they're rappers. Moxie Barris. There's some discussion on Alex and Superkick. They claim are here. They're mad. They say Mox is be cringe. They're higher ranked than them. They're going to stomp their asses. Marvez is a jerk of the language as they accept the stipulation. He says a nice try on getting the scoop, but you're going to have to wait like everyone else. Tony's in the ring with Sky, Ethan Page. He asked them what they did in Darby. Sky said Sting was everything good about wrestling. He was a kid. 
you want to be just like him. He says that didn't happen. No time says saying man you should be crying no more from a child. This is a warning type of style. You put him down. You already prove you need to put Sting down. God, you're hurting him already. Paige said he hopes Sting will watch him from home when Darby loses. He says Miro will be held a champ, and Darby says it was a it was a little bit my fault. Paige says he's ready to take everything from Darby. He says he will be the nail in Darby's coffin. The lights go out. I guess Jerry flashbacks to the interview era. Sting gets their attention. Darby jumps with him from behind a skateboard. A brawl ensues. Sting and Darby get the upper hand. Sky paints leaving the ring. Dark Order cuts up the street and they run up to the crowd. We're at the restaurant with the pinnacle. They all look so happy. MJ applauds how funny Jericho is. MJ says he always gets the last laugh. FTR Ball says pinnacle should be chasing every title in AEW. And they can't because they're always doing their struggles. He says Jericho makes a mockery of wrestling. Sting and Stampede will be a big, funny, stupid mess last year. And this time it will be serious. Sean Spears attacks a waiter and just said, if you decide to do stand stampede with us, it will be your last match in AEW. Omega's backstage with Cassidy. Chris gets in his face, but he gets her and best friends out of the room. Kenny makes an arch, watches Bosch hit over and over. Kenny says the value in the company says this is an EVP. He says OC needs to be a mascot for the company, but not as a main event for the belt. Don says sometimes we have to protect the talent from themselves. He's just doctrine that keep OC out of the main event, but some days later you can have your dream with Kenny. Orange very, very slowly tears the doctrines up. Kenny says, Orange, buddy, let me explain something. Think about what happened during that power by myself. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen if I do that to you during the main event one wing age? It'll be worse than the power by might end your life. Don said, We don't want you to forget your wife's name 10 times for now. Look at this contract, but I'll get back to us later. The inner circle are coming out. Let me take a 10 minute stretch break while the song plays. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly a it's like inner circle and pinnacle promo shot. They talk about the match and stuff. It's basically Jer- inner circle accepted and MJ promised Jericho this will be his last match in AEW. There's that. Uh huh. Starting with Jay, he made a decision. Jay interrupted. Was interrupted by Mark Sterling again. Who he, who Sterling says want to work with her. He lists reasons she's upset. She sends him out for interrupting her. Marvera is with Pac. Pac is outside the locker room. Pac is a sick and tired getting robbed of opportunities in his company. What happened last week? Well, now he has the match. There's nothing that we can do about it. What, a fool, what fools would dare bet against the Bastion? That Pac asked. Marvez is now former SCU. Marvez had Daniels on his tweet. And that be all. Daniels whispered something in his Kazarian's ear while saw. Kazarian, like, he explains how he felt about Chris, or Chris might do. Cassidy blames all the elite. He says he's going to hunt down elite down and teach them about loss. He will have his compass or die trying. He's a gun that cannot be unloaded. He's a not. He's a. He's not a threat. It's a promise. It's the gospel of Kazarian. Kazarian rules. Yeah, Miro enters. Is a Miro promo. He pulls out a promo about about his title and he destroyed Darby. Now we got Miro versus is Lance Archer at Double or Nothing. It'll be a monster brawl. And then we had a shot from Lance who told Miro he's going to make him his bitch. 10%. Uh-huh. It was like a banter. Okay, we go to Mox Eddie in a sauna after the box match. 
Kyle Slater runs for his life. Mox and Eddie lay into them. Mox and Eddie choked them out. Both out and they steal their shoes. That was after the match with the Bucks and Pillman and Garrison. And it was also announced that Bucks, Eddie, Mox, Bucks, Eddie and Mox will fight for the tag tiles at Double or Nothing. Okay, that was my review. Also, it was announced that we have AEW Rampage. A show, like a one-hour show on Fridays, talked about by Tony Khan. And remember, also Tony Khan says, we're getting Dynamite on TBS in 2022. But it, in some format, we'll get a, a specially weekly show, weekly events for over a year on TNT. So, that's all I got to say for this week of Dynamite Reviews. This is Augusta Ali, and I'll see you next week. Bye.